You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona, and with me always are my good friends, Jay from the hills of Texas. And A.K. Mike in Texas. And we've got uh, Shannon Gallagher uh, joining us again. Hello, hello again. Welcome. Gonna have to get, we're going to have to get something for you, you know, like Shannon from Mesa or whatever. <laughs> Just Shannon. It's uh, a wild card. Yeah. Well, the good news, we got Shannon back because uh, he got horn swoggled. Uh, hijacked. Uh, what? What else? Uh, bamboozled. You know, bamboozled. Shanghai into uh, actually competing in this program or the uh, the master model masters that we were talking about on a previous podcast, and uh, kind of walk us through what happened. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I I posted uh, we were going to have, you know, you know, all the stuff going on with it, and and one of the the guys who's running it said, "Hey, let's." Uh, Shannon's going to compete this year. You know, he just kind of, you know, out of the blue. Shannon's going to compete this year. I'm like, I am. <laughs> and, uh, you know, not, not, to, not to walk away from a challenge. I figured, okay, I better, I better be nice. So the plan I was going to compete with, if I was at the time, was my big grasshopper that crashed uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah. And I just love grasshoppers and cubs. You know, everyone's got a cub, right? Everybody's got a cub in their oh, so. yeah, hanger room. pretty much. Yeah, so I had to uh, to kind of scramble. And uh, there's a guy named Bobby. I don't know if you know him, Mike. Mm. He, 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 he was at the he was at the at the event we'll talk about later. But I didn't know he was there until I saw him on Sunday when I went and picked up the airplane. That I was that I put together and maidened. Oh, gotcha. uh, got three flights in. So but uh, so here's my here's my plane. This is what I'm flying in scale masters. Oh, look at that The little hobby king cub yeah. in the navy scheme navy scheme that's fine. and I it's you, you know go with the umx cub or something <laughs> that's what i would have said <laughs> it's not far from that from that but uh you know for for you know less than 200 bucks i got a plane i'm just doing it in sportsman i'm not doing all the big, mm-hmm. big expert you know programs like, sure. i'm just gonna go in there for sportsman program and have some fun so but uh yeah but tim dickie kind of threw me under the bus and it's like no shannon's competing this year i'm like who told you that? <laughs> so, well, that's unfortunate. I wish I was uh, not uh, working because I would uh, probably throw my hat in the ring and at least just grab something that was sportsman and just take it with me because uh, I've got a couple of arfs that might, uh, you know, might look good. And uh, you know, you saw one actually that when I finished uh, building it, we yeah, uh, oh, we got beautiful. to go. Uh, Shannon and I were at the uh, Warbirds Arizona Warbirds and Classics event. And uh, got to Maiden Mile 39 uh, turbine out there. I think I posted some folks, uh, some pictures on Facebook. And Shannon came out and uh, he flew. And we had a really good time. It was a really, really we good time. We had a blast. And, uh, you know, Harry from, from California joined us. And sure did. Love hanging out with Harry. He's, 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 uh, he's a hoot. Yeah. And all the guys. Everyone, was, you know, I always have a good time there. So, uh, huge turnout, wasn't it? Yeah, there was well over 100 pilots. Yeah, I was really impressed with that you know it's funny uh they were trying to pick up the 18th air force again and um the he originally when we were when he was way back at winter warbirds when we were there he was talking about it and he's like yeah i'm gonna do this event you know they kind of talked us into it and 
his wife, it's her birthday weekend. And she's like, you know, I miss having all the guys around for my birthday party. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, mm. she said, <laughs> that uh, yeah, no, right. <laughs> She said, uh, hey, um, let's do it again. Let's kind of revive it. So we did. And he only expected like 20 or 30 people to kind of show and had well over 100. I think he was close to 110 or 115 pilots. So he was kind of scrambling there at the last second because uh, you had signed up. They had offered to buy a uh, basically a filet mignon dinner for everybody and expecting it to be a small crowd. And it turned out to be this huge, you know, crowd and everybody wanted to bring you know a guest and so it was like oh my gosh they turned into it but they did a good job and you know they grilled all of it right there i think um you know some of the one eight air force guys volunteered and uh, tony quist was out there cooking uh steaks and uh and serving so it was really good it was a great time we had a little uh, bit of a um, auction afterwards and um i actually won a demon cortex pro i put my name in the hat on one of the auction items and got that and but they had some really nice, uh, nice airframes and a bunch of nice radios that went. And, um, yeah, everybody got a chance to bid. And then they handed out the awards and a um, bunch of awards, a ton of awards. So I think Barry I got one. Guys, I wonder how many guys, um, you know, like, oh, you know, I'm not going to go. I don't want to go to steak. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm going. You know, uh, I don't know because the steak port, the steak dinner part was extra. Like Shannon, I don't think Shannon didn't stay for the steak dinner. I didn't stay for it. Yeah. Uh, but he, you know, the event was uh, one price. And then if you wanted the steak dinner, you, you know, you ponied up enough to cover Money. kind of, yeah. yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't quite what they served. Yeah, I mean, I it was it. only like, you know, 30 or 40 bucks, but, uh, you know, it was a pretty big filet potatoes and salads and desserts and that kind of thing. So I'm sure they spent more than the $40 per person, but. Uh, but it was nice. It was, uh, you know, a good dinner. They had a chicken dinner the night before and, uh, they ordered all these, uh, chicken roasted chickens and Barry and I were out doing some, uh, he, he was f taking some photos and we were out helping him and doing some stuff. And there was a guy that was flying. So we were out spotting for him. And then at the very last second, they, uh, Barry and I walked up at the very end. They literally just took a chicken, whacked it in half and gave him half and me half. I was like, I can't eat half a chicken, you know? <laughs> But they were trying to get rid of them. And so after everybody, they were walking around with these whole chickens, giving them to people. Saying, what are we going to do with these? So it was pretty funny. But I um, some servos in one and flew it. It was kind of cool. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> bump, 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 flying chicken. Uh, but there were some great airplanes. Harry brought his um, his Corsair, and it flew great. Uh, he brought his uh, P-51, and it didn't get to fly. But they had some uh, World War One gaggles that were amazing. Uh, mm. I, I was really surprised how many World War One guys brought their triplanes and the Fokker D ones and but that was awesome. The Jennies and yeah, they had a third scale Jenny that was. I mean, a Jenny's not really big to begin with, full scale, but this third scale was, you know, like huge. And I, uh, I remember playing a, a, a was a Red Baron at my computer. Mm -hmm. I, I bet it would be even better to be, you know in the presence of all those planes watching that thing that happened, you know, with yeah. the rat-a-tat-tat in the background. Oh yeah. It was awesome. Well, uh, Barry, uh, Hendricks took, uh, a bunch of photos of my airplane and then he just kind of shot a thousand, 10,000 photos or whatever with his new camera get up. But he, uh, he's posted a bunch on Facebook. So I'll, I'll grab his page and dump some over on ours so that you can kind of see, because some of those airplanes are really amazing. The, uh, comp barf guys were out there with the, the F 100, and uh, MIG, or actually it was a, yeah, an SU-27, I think is what it was. 
the one that he hovered in front of everybody. It was, it was, yeah, that was, it was crazy. Sweet. Uh, they had the Cobra, Cobra maneuver. Yep, Cobra maneuver. Um, they had a, uh, Spitz was out there with his F-16. Barry had his F-18. Uh, so there were a lot of really, really, really good um, airplanes. And we only had two major incidences um, to speak of, which is really lucky for as windy and crazy as everybody was flying out there. Because we had six pilots up at a time. And for that field, that's that's a lot, you know. I mean, in that close proximity. And we had two kids that were flying out there, too. So that was pretty exciting. Uh, the one kid was flying everything under the sun from a little foamy up to a turbine jet. And uh, the other two kids were fairly new. And they were flying, uh, you know, just uh, tur- uh, they were flying just the regular foamy stuff. But it was uh, it was a, it was a fun time. We had great time hanging out. Um, Shannon showed up, and, you know, brought his stuff. He got to fly his little L39 and uh, your F. Four. F four, yeah. I flew that a couple times. Yeah. So we yeah, had a gag show. yeah, we had a gaggle. So they said, Hey, we're gonna do a, a foamy gaggle or whatever. And so everybody ran up there. And so I took my L, my little blue L thirty nine that I normally fly and Shannon and I were up there standing next to each other and we took off and we're out there flying. Of course, EDFs you only have what three and a half minutes. But there were other guys that had like T twenty eights and a couple other things that last way longer. So Shannon's yelling, you know, hey, I gotta land. And the guy's like, Yeah, 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 I'm coming in to land right now. And he comes in and Shannon's like, I'm right behind you. And then he goes around. So Shannon had gone around, you know, to let this guy did a gear pass. And uh, and the guy bolsters, you know, it doesn't land. He just keeps on. He just makes another circle like, oh, I'm going to go do it again. And Shannon's like, get off the run, you know, get away, get away. So I'm yelling at him because I touched down in between them and rolled off the runway. And then this guy touches down and Shannon's on the downwind to come back around. And he's like, get off the runway. I'm coming in. I can't fly any longer. I mean, his, his battery oh, yeah, is was... about to die. And he's just told me that that would be the crier for him, right? If that airplane got destroyed, that would be. The one. Yeah. Cause <laughs> I love that plane. They don't make it anymore. Right, um, right. You know, I, I know there's one or two of people that have one. I could probably, you know, throw some enough money that they'd give it to me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It just, it's just, it's just a sweet flying plane. But, and, but uh, you did get it on the ground despite the guy was oh, in the yeah. middle of the runway. And I was, uh, I was vectoring him on the runway cause he was looking one direction and the other guy was trying to turn around and taxi back. And I'm like, okay, stay to the far side of the runway. All right, here he comes. You know, as soon as you look to the right, you're going to see him. But, uh, he did a good job and, um, it, uh, it got back in one piece. So we're happy about that. That's right. Um, and then uh, what else happened? Uh, I think, uh, oh, the two incidences was a big uh, third scale P-47. Uh, the guy had uh, got it uh, from uh, an estate sale, put it back together. It was somebody that uh, was part of the 18th Air Force, and he had passed. And so they, the, this guy had purchased it, and they put it together. And they were spending all day for two days putting this thing and getting it all, you know, trimmed or, you know, ready to go. And he flew it. And. We're not really quite sure what happened, but um, it got away from him the first time, and then he actually turned and base the final. It it departed controlled flight and went right into the ground. It uh, it made a huge, huge noise. I mean, I I was shocked at how big of a boom that thing made hitting the ground, and balsa wood just exploded. So um, I think that one's pretty much done. And then the last day, just before the dinner. Uh, were you there for the F-16, Shannon, or did you leave right before then? I think 
right before it. I don't remember when this happened. Yeah. So Shannon uh, bid adieu to everyone and kind of bolted out of there and everybody's kind of putting stuff to, away for the night and uh, getting ready for this uh, steak dinner and the award ceremony and everything. And uh, one of the guys from uh, Colorado decided to go fly his F-16. So there was a F-16 sitting right in front of us next to that Mirage. So he had like a mm-hmm. Mirage and then that gray F-16. Yeah, he took off and uh, he did a split. He went up into a loop or something. He did another thing and got up there and did a split S. And when he started to come down full throttle, and he runs like a 190 turbine because he lives in Denver, so it's a lot higher altitude. So down here, that thing was smoking fast, right? And so he comes down out of the split S and he just pulled really hard. And when he did, it snapped and then just went one, two, boom put a three foot hole in the ground and made this big mushroom cloud. Like you see on YouTube, you know, from my, <laughs> oh, wow. it, was, it was spectacular. I mean, it, and oh, he was standing gosh. there watching it. And so it was a really, oh. really bad. Um, so those were the two incidences that we had. And yeah, he, uh, he doesn't really, he thinks something let loose on it. I, I personally, when we were talking about it later, I said, I, I just think you were too fast. You pulled too hard because he was coming at the ground so fast. I think he just over, over exaggerated it and the airplane just broke the wings loose because it actually spun twice i mean it, you know it rotated twice which to me is a snap roll so i think he snapped it into the ground and just never got it turned um but it hit the ground doing full throttle i felt really bad there was nothing oh, like gosh. that yeah. actually he found the turbine when it hit it ejected the it ejected the turbine right out of the it took the wood the bolts right out of the wood and threw it about 20 feet and uh, he he walked around over there and found it. And uh, it's got the cage on the front, um, you know, for the, what do they call that? The uh, intake? Well, it's not in front of the intake. There's a little um, FOD detector. It's a FOD um, screen. It keeps stuff from FOD going screen, into yeah. the, you know, it's got a little screen dome on it. And it was all mangled. But uh, I don't know. It didn't look like the rest of the turbine was still turning. So, yeah, I mean, you could turn it with your hands. But I'm sure there's some inner parts that kind of got rattled loose. So he's going to send it in, see if he can get it fixed. and. Then he started talking about getting the bigger F-16. So I was like, oh, at least he's positive about it. Because, you know, once again, Shannon and I would have been over there balling. <laughs> oh, man. I'd be like, sad. there it goes. Because I probably would have owed, owed, had a note on it or something. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it was a great time. We uh, really really had a good time. And, uh, and then yeah. fortunately, uh, my work schedule worked out uh, where I actually had a trip and uh, – Sure enough, I wound up with a pretty long overnight in Austin, Texas. So I made a quick phone call and said, uh, hey, buddy, well, let's uh, come get me. So, that's right. Uh, Jay, two o'clock no. in the morning. And I, and I said, no, that's too many hours for me to drive. So Jay went and got him. Instead. So Jay went and got me instead of Mike. Okay. Yeah. I tried to get Mike. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, I'm not driving that far to pick you nope, up. Mike. Nope. For four hours. Forget it. I know. Uh, so, yeah, it was uh, kind of cool. Mm, I didn't get a, we didn't get a steak dinner. We got a lasagna dinner instead, but, uh, and it, which was great. So anyway, yeah, I wound up in Austin, uh, on an overnight and it was late. We did get there late. Uh, you know, typical Murphy's law. Everything was going my way until the very last. And then I was like texting Jay going, you got to believe, you're not gonna believe this airplane's broke. The people are late. You know, the flight attendants are late and, uh, I'm going to get there as soon as possible. So I, I kind of rolled down right around midnight, I think. And uh, Dave was nice enough to come get me. Yeah. So we made it back to your place to look at your new plane. Yeah, that's right. So it's, uh, this was what I call a hyper visit because, you know, it was, it was, uh, you know, just pure 12 hours of us trying to get stuff done. 
And yeah. as Mike was saying, the uh, Murphy was riding right along next to us. You know, he was co-pilot for the whole thing from his trip, like you said, for the trip in to when he got here. Um, so I just had left two things that had to be done to my plane. It, it uh, being the Bison XT from Motion, it's uh, had everything all hooked up, ready to go, except for the receiver. And I didn't have the slats hooked up. And so, um, you know, uh, we Mike had been kind enough to bring a receiver for us to for me to use, and we slapped that in the plane, and that pretty much didn't give us any trouble until you know the next morning we didn't get the S three uh, figured out and all sorted out. But anyway, we still had a receiver; we knew we could still fly the plane. The second thing was, like I said, for that those slats and flaps, I took I took the um, control horns off of them, so you know, could adjust everything, get everything to fit, and I was going to put them back in, and so it had two. Uh, you know, it's a metal geared servo, so it has, uh, you know, you have to screw the uh, heads back in. So uh, guess wh- where I couldn't find? I couldn't find those stupid screws. And I and I threw them back into the bag that they originally came with all the extra screws. So it's a huge bag with all these screws. And that bag just <laughs> disappeared because I cleaned up my front desk and the areas we're going to work. I cleaned up everything for Mike to come in. And I have no idea where that stuff went. Just just disappeared. I think it's over here. Yeah, it it could be, and that wouldn't surprise me if you just pulled out. Where'd this bag come from? Gremlins, yeah. whatever. Had the, I, had the wing bolts in it too. Yeah, had the wing bolts in it as well. So, mm-hmm. so anyway, um, as we're as I'm searching for those bolts, you know, through <laughs> through the night, Mike went to bed, and I stayed up looking for these the bag and the bolts, and I couldn't find them, and and uh, and I'm panicking. And the next morning, you know, Mike gets up before me, and and like he had figured out the radio, and I mean for the receiver, and. You know, that kind of stuff. I woke up, oh, what a fright. Oh, we got to go flying. Well, look, it was raining in the morning, so we didn't get straight up to go fly. So I made breakfast, calmly went back in the room, figured everything would show up, and uh, it did not. So then it started brainstorming to figure out how we're going to get this plane to fly with these crucial parts missing. And luckily, um, there's a, there was another bag of stuff, and this is actually for uh, AK Mike had bought me for my birthday. He had bought me the float set that goes with the plane. And the plane happened to have a bunch of bolts that, lo and behold, could be used as the wing bolts. So, you know, perfect. I took some of those. They fit, you know, put them in. Now, as for putting back. I planned that. Yeah, <laughs> that's all me. I knew that was going to happen. Um, <laughs> as for the uh, servo heads to put back on the, uh, you know, tighten down those, looked all through my spare bolts, nuts, couldn't find anything. So yeah. they fit on there size. fairly tightly. And um, I just went ahead and took some hot glue, hot glue on top of them, let them sit in there, set up. And whenever I find the bolts, you know, all you have to do is pour uh, rubbing alcohol on top of uh, hot glue and it instantly releases. So, and uh, I've been flying it for, uh, let's say I went out the other day and flew it and flew it when Mike was here and they're still holding on there. Nothing's busted off, falling out of the sky. Uh, flaps haven't gone all wonky. Uh, so it seems so, to be yeah, just a dis- from the time being. The disclaimer on that is that we we made sure that there were no control surfaces that would affect it. We put them on the flaps because if they fell off the flaps, the flaps get pushed up anyway by the the air you know flow. So I I was like, don't take them out of the ailerons or whatever, thinking that that'll be a better solution. It won't. So we we left all the major no, no, control no. Sur- control surfaces. Uh, and Mike uh, told me as soon as you get there, put the batteries on. And what do you think happened? I totally forgot. And so luckily it was raining in the morning. So when we walked in there, Jay put it in there and started charging batteries. And I was like, dang it, Mike told me to put those on last night and I forgot. 
that's, however that's, that's, always, that's always the thing that catches us so it's like it let's is. go oh i haven't charged batteries yet ah, oh, ah. exactly <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, it was funny because he put the battery on and we were doing a bunch of stuff and I looked over and I was like, what the heck, man? This thing is only like, it started at 17% and now it's only at like 19%. And I'm like, this is a six cell. It's going to take like a week to charge the battery. What are you charging it on? So I went into his little, uh, you know, charger thing and I was like, oh, well, no wonder you're charging on like a half a C or something. You know, this is a big 6,000 million battery. I'm like, so I put it on high power and pumped it up. I'm like, dude, I can charge this in 20 minutes if we just push it. So so I did. I stuck it on the high power and got it all charged. He had one already charged. And so we fit the battery, got everything disassembled, stuck in the car. The weather cleared out, but the wind picked up. Was terrible. Soon as, yep. Rain stopped, but the yeah. wind picked up. Yeah. And uh and Jay got us out to the field. So uh so first impressions there, Jay. We we took it out and would keep going there. Uh, let's see. So, um, yeah, I got the plane all assembled, uh, got out there, the wind, my field, you know, has a particular pattern and that is 360 degrees. The wind just blows around at 360 degrees when the wind starts blowing. So, um, we, uh, uh Mike was one ahead and he maidened it and, and for the, uh, the first, okay. So for the first battery that we did, it was just a regular 500 milliamp, uh, six cell, um, 5, you know, 5,000, excuse me. Um, and we went ahead and flew that one and the plane felt heavy. You know, it looked like it flew heavy. Uh, Mike had to put mm-hmm. a lot of back pressure on the, on the plane, you know, to, to keep it flying level, even though we trimmed it out and everything, we trimmed it out, but it was still flying kind of heavyish. So he landed and I'm like, okay, well let's push the battery back a little bit, push the battery back. It flew better. And then I'm like, okay, let's push the battery back a little bit more. But the way in the battery, in the battery bay you know, they, where they put the two straps, you know, for you to latch it down with, by the time we pushed it back, the, the front of the battery was about even with that, that, that forward strap. Right. So, um, it wasn't holding on to anything really meat, you know, really meaty or grippy where the, where the second one was doing all the work. So, you know, I, I, I have one of those, um, sticky, not sticky pads, where the shelf paper, I have shelf paper, uh, the stuff that grips, on the bottom mm-hmm. of my, you know, I glued that to the bottom of the, uh, of the, of the bay. The so when you put the battery on there and strap it down, it grips right to it. Works great. I've done that in the jets that never had any problem with that. Um, so we, we strap it down. We're like, okay, that's good. My guns, it round takes right off, you know, just a foot or two. And then he's like, Hmm, ah, yeah, this is a, uh, yeah, this might be something's a problem. You know, that may be back a little far. And I'm like, really? And he's like, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, well, Andy, he goes, yeah, I'm attempting to, you know, so I knew something was up because Mike wasn't really Damn long heavy. in the witty, you know, uh, yeah. reports back to me. It was just real short and he was concentrating on flying and lo and behold, he got it back around, landed it back on the field, made it look easy. And I'm like, yeah, well, it does, you know, how bad could this be? And I look in the, I look in the cockpit and I go, oh, well, there's your problem, you know, and that battery had slid off that first one and it went all the way back to the tail it was sitting all was the way literally back to the sitting tail. in the tail and it was oh just my god and it couldn't yeah. go back any further because <laughs> the tail narrowed where the battery couldn't fit through there that's the only thing that stopped the matter of fact the bat matter of fact the battery was totally gone when we looked in there i went yeah jay goes well there's your problem you got no battery <laughs> i was like holy crap but when uh. when i gunned it 
the first time to get off the ground, I think it jumped forward and I think it took that battery and just slid it all the way to the back. So it, it was already at the back because when I went to go rotate, I never even had to pull the stick back. It just stood right on its tail. And I gassed it and pushed full forward stick, and it was climbing at it about 90 degrees <laughs> straight up almost. And uh, I was like, okay. And so I put some flaps in, and it actually lowered the nose enough that I got it going forward. And I just kept the takeoff flaps in it, and I just kind of had full forward stick, and I just used the the power to just kind of get it to come you around. Have flaps to help you. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was. It was. I was lucky. I was lucky. So. Cause I, I thought for sure uh, I was just in my head. I didn't want to say anything, but I thought for sure I was like, Oh man, this is going to be devastating. We've made in this thing and just put it right in the ground, you know? Uh, but we figured that out and we got back, we uh, readjusted it. We got a little bit bigger battery. He's got a 5,500. 5,500. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And we threw that in there and um, that seemed to kind of hold everything together. It was too fat to slide any further back. So Right, well, and the wind it kicked that, up too. That, yeah, is there some things that you could tell motion to change that would help that? Like, is there something they could have done that would have made that better or less possible to do that? Well, okay, uh, so the plane, yeah, as we said, the plane comes with the option that you could fly it with a six cell or a four cell, and four. I'm leaning towards going with the four cell. Now, they give you two props to fly with the with the plane. They have they give for the six cell they give you a fifteen eight. And then with, and then they give you a 16, 16, 10, or yeah, I think it's a 16, 10 or so to fly it with the four cell. Uh, but one of the uh, uh, folks who was reviewing the aircraft that I saw, they've actually put a watt meter on there and they tested out what, you know, what you get out of, cause they give you no, they don't give you any reference to how big the motor is or what the motor is doing or what is pumping out or, or anything. So the guy went ahead and put a watt meter on for the six cell, right? And saw what that six cell mm-hmm. setup was giving him. Then he put the watt. Then he put the watt meter on with for the four cells setup, and he was getting lackluster uh, performance out of the prop that they that he gives you for that sixteen. So he went, got his you know prop drawer out, and started testing a, a range of props until he got it right up to what he was getting out of the six cell, and that was with like a seventeen ten, and he was getting you know dang near the same performance that he got out of that 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 uh, six cell. Which, if you think about the difference between a you know a, a you know, four or 5,000 uh, milliamp battery four cell to compare to a six cell, you know, that's quite a weight savings. So yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's definitely going to help. And you're still getting the same performance out of the, out of the plane. So I'm um, looking forward the, to doing that. The, the other answer to your question, Mike, is, um, you know, first of all, motion is a distributor. They don't really make the airplane. Uh, this is a, one of, uh, this is another line that they picked up and, uh, and so, oh, I guess when you say it's a motion or seaplane, I just assume that they made it. No, no, so, no, no, no. So it's not really their plane. No, uh, uh-uh. and they who made it? You know, uh, can, what is it? Kinetic or what's the uh, name? Skytech the... or something? I think it's called. Oh, Skytech or something like that. Because even when the free wing stuff, um, you know, that's actually motion will go to free wing and say, hey, we want to make this product. But yeah. um, this company, I think, came to motion and said, yeah, "Hey, but that's an OEM, right? I mean, that's an OEM, right? Some of them are for motion. Yeah. They so, do. So in that in that case, that's a motion plane. That makes sense to me. But if it's you know they're just selling it and they don't really have anything. Yeah, I mean, they, they have as a couple distributor. Lines. I feel like if you're supporting a plane, you you kind of you got to have a channel back to the manufacturer to say, hey, 
our customers are saying this about your plane. And they did. Now, this they, is version two versus right. ver version one. Sure. Version one had sure. a lot of comments. Um, you know, they had they gave everything in the kit, but you had to assemble everything. And right. that's typically not Motion's customer. Motion's customer is a, you know, bind and fly kind of guy or, you know, receiver and battery kind of thing. So the tires were, you know, a little troublesome because you had to assemble these rubber tires where the one that in this kit, version two, it comes with a pump and the tires are assembled. Everything's ready to go. Uh, the one thing, you know, unfortunately, battery straps are one of those things that different people like different stuff. These particular straps don't loop into each other. They just go over each other. So it fits like an envelope, you know, it just kind of goes like that. Right. Where but the I mean, ones case, that I they like, they actually stops, go through. But they could put stops in the, tr in, in the, in the, in the backspace there so that the battery can't. Yeah, they could have, they could have like, done that. They could. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, I don't know. Or I think, strap. I think. I mean, wait. Anything. Yeah. Something. Well, yeah, but, I, mean, I mean, like a strap, it could just be a, a strap. Like yeah, it doesn't have I, to be. We're actually, not talking about a lot of weight here. No, and actually, whatever, Jay and I figured it a problem out that if you just put a piece of Velcro back there and there's Velcro on your battery, then you can just move it back. It will keep the, you know, the battery from sliding around. You can put it where you want. The the Velcro oh, so battery for this ball. type airplane, yeah. The Velcro battery for this, or the Velcro for this battery on this airplane is not, I mean, you can do 3D stuff with it, but it's not a, a real hard 3D thing where you're going to shuck the battery right. all around. Right, right. It is a big area in there and you can fly, you know, knife edge. But uh, even, I will tell you that, I mean, flying with the battery all the way back to the tail, that wasn't as catastrophic, you know, as it could have been. As it can be in some planes. Right. Yeah. I, I, I've had an airplane where the battery shot to the back and I did not recover it at all. Yeah. I mean, it was already, you know, tail heavy and then that was just devastating. There's nothing you sure. could do. Yeah. And luckily the um, elevator had a lot of authority. So. Yeah. I did readjust those. Um, Jay actually had a high and a low rates and I was in high rates at the time. So. But the airplane flies great. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. It was super windy and, it, you know, kind of made for. Uh, you know, exciting flight, but, uh, I, I did what three flights on it. And then we got the battery done. I did a one time around the patch to make sure that the battery didn't move and that it was all trimmed. And then I just handed it to Jay and said, here, go, go to town. Yep. So. Yep. No, the plane flies great. And, uh, I've been out since Mike was here and I, I, uh, it was actually a calm day and got out with a buddy of mine and, uh, uh, it was like one of the best days we had at the field since it was so calm and the plane flew great. And this time I, uh, actually got the, uh, AS 3X, um, I we got I got that all programmed out and, and in there and and it, and that helped out a lot. Not so much that that plane needs it. Uh, being with that heavy battery, like I said, the plane still flies heavy and and depending, it will continue. Even though you trim it out, it still will want to drop. It still wants to constantly come down to the ground. Or you mean I mean the minute you come off the power, it doesn't like the old fun cub. Come off the power, do whatever you want. It's still gliding at the same altitude. This thing, you 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 cease the power. She's coming down, and uh, so having the uh, having the gyro in there definitely helped that. Um, but that's another reason why I think going to the uh, four cells will definitely help with the, uh, that floatiness that you might feel for a for a foamy should have. We'll have it, even though, like I said, this is a pretty dense plane. It's a pretty big plane, so you know for the size of it, you know it's gonna you know it can handle the weight. It's just like I said, it flies heavy. Well, the good news is, is that, um, it flies kind of like one of those Huskies. Uh, so, so in the, you know, this, this isn't a cub, a cub is really long. 
it has a high wing aspect ratios. You know, the high wing, the wings are kind of turned up. And when you land a cub, it's just like it just kind of plops on the ground. This one is definitely built as a stall aircraft, a short takeoff and landing, because it comes in at a real nose low angle. Mm-hmm. And when you round out and flare, it comes to a complete stop. I mean, I when I landed it, I, it we rolled, what, a foot, if mm-hmm. that. And and you have to be in the power to get it because you're you're flaring so hard, you have to hold the power in until you touch down. So it works just like the what you see in you know Valdez on the real aircraft where they hold that power in there, nose high, and boom! As soon as you pull the power, it plops on the ground. So once we kind of figured that out and we flew it like that, beautiful, flies great, yep. has yep. good time, and uh, the tires, awesome, beautiful, beautiful. Just made our field look well, like you know, it was I, butter. I, I know we're just we don't we're kind of running out of time here, but uh, mm-hmm. I, I think it's really sounds like you guys had a great time. We uh, did flying that thing, and and uh, uh, yeah, I'm jealous. You don't. Yeah, have to it be. was a short stay, unfortunately. I know. Yeah, you could come down too. Uh, it was a short stay. I mean, by the time we got finished maidening it, we jumped in the car, flew back. I jumped in the shower. We had lunch, and you know, jumped in the shower, and then I was headed back to the airport to you know to finish work, but. It uh, it did work out. We were able to go maiden it, and uh, and Jay had. Uh, I was excited. I think Jay was excited. Um, it just typical, you know. Things were just behind us the whole time. So, but it did work out. I'm just glad you have one good flight on it, so I can crash it without you know. No, no. no. <laughs> Actually, with the new A, yeah, with the new A3 uh, AS3X in there, it it should fly even better. We can when I go down there again, we'll uh, we'll kind of tweak it up and see, you know, kind of get it. And I'm interested for the four. Yeah four cell to see how that thing flies yeah right um well we are running out of time i'm going to uh put a plug in for uh the model masters again right the it's gunsmoke 2000 oh yeah Uh, scale master sorry and it's gunsmoke 2023 (laughs) and it is what dates uh april uh, i'm sorry march 31st april 1st all right so it's coming Ah, out so yeah Yeah, so actually i think uh i think this will be past that yeah. This is weekend. So. Yeah. It's yeah. this coming so. weekend because we're actually putting this in the can for April. Yeah. So it will, it will it will have been behind us. Have, yeah. So the next one will be saying, hey, Shannon won. No. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not going to win. I'm not going to win anything. Well, we, I'll, uh, I'll get like, I'll get like most improved or, or there or, you go. Or newest, newest the, guy who showed up uh, <laughs> unexpectedly. Most spectacular up. crash. Most surprised. Yeah. Uh, foamy. We don't most want that. Most surprised to have flown. That's it. We don't want that. All right. Well, we're looking forward to having Shannon uh, as a regular, and uh, we're going to have him uh, on more often. And so we'll uh, we'll hear how this uh, scale masters went. And, uh, and you've all been well. warned. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, we got to figure out something for Shannon. But anyway, for uh, Michael here in Arizona, and Jay from the hills of Texas, and AK Mike in Texas, Shannon G. Easy. There, there you go, go. Shannon. That's it. Yeah, Shannon yeah, right. Easy. We like it. <laughs> easy. All right. We'll it. see. <laughs> I need to. All right. We'll see you in two weeks. So let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com.